Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. You are going to be so happy that you tuned in to today's conversation because it is a convo on a podcast that I swear you have never heard before on any freaking podcast ever. Now, I do have to tell you that I did mark this episode in particular as explicit because guess what? We swear in this. And so we are dropping some colorful language, but it is so much fun because I get to talk to Joy Bird from Spiritual Effery, okay? As you can tell, I'm being a little sugarcoating in that terminology, but I have to tell you, it was so refreshing to have this conversation with her because her energy was so magnetic, just so amazing, so high vibrating. And the reason why it was refreshing was because she was 100% herself and she was not holding back at all. She was 100% unapologetic. This is me. This is who I am. And I don't know about you, but I can truly admire that, especially because, you know, I know that there's parts of myself that maybe I don't really necessarily let my freak flag fly. And so I admire that I see that in other people. I try my best to be as authentic and everything else, but she just takes it to another level. So if you are feeling down, maybe you're feeling like you're in a funk. Maybe you're just like, mm, I tell you, by the end of this conversation, you are going to be laughing. You are going to be having a good time. And not only just that, but you're going to be learning a lot from her because because she was just so laid back, so awesome and so open. I was able to ask questions that I've never been able to ask anybody before. So just to give you a heads up, I was able to ask her a few things. Like, for example, how is like marijuana and spiritual connection? Does it truly help you connect or does it inhibit it? Because I don't partake. So I really want to know the answer to that question. And then which is more effective? meditation or maybe some other kind of psychedelics maybe i don't think she partook in that but any kind of drugs but she gave us a different kind of perspective and she brought a unique like i said unique perspective to the table anyways i'm just like kind of stumbling over my words right now but we are talking about joy okay and she just has the biggest heart ever and I'm going to have everything linked down below, her website, her Facebook, where you can find her. She is one of those people that just gives more than she receives and has the most big, biggest giant heart ever. And just so you know a little bit about her, she connects with the unseen. She also connects to her spirit guides and angels, as well as loved ones on the other side. And she is able to link with your energy, and she helps provide clarity and answers and guidance to help you walk through life while avoiding certain pitfalls. And she does live video readings, which is her favorite form of serving. And we do talk about her getting her on coffee and cards. So I will let you know when she's able to join me because 
that coffee and card session, I swear to God, it is going to be probably off the freaking hook. So I know I have coffee and cards at 9 a.m., which is early for everybody else. But I swear, I will let you know the day. But that day, just a warning, you may not even need a cup of coffee to get your day started, okay? We will be your caffeine. We will raise your vibration up. If you think that I have crazy amazing energy, which thank you if you think that, but no, I think that she is like Heather on like Red Bull. Like she's so awesome. I hope you love her as much as I do. Well, let's get right into the conversation. Hey, Joy, thanks so much for joining me. I am so stoked that you are here. Hi, Heather. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be with you right now. How are you? Yeah. Oh, I am good. And don't you worry. You are going to be 1000% yourself because I think that I fell in love with you just when I seen your first video when someone sent it to me and I was like, oh my gosh, I have got to meet her. I need to share you with like my peoples because I think that you just are such an amazing energy. I don't even know you that well. We talked a little bit before this, but um, I feel like you belong with our community and I feel like the community can actually learn a lot from you. So let's just start there. Tell us like about you. Who is Joy? Like, I guess like your spiritual journey. And then we'll talk about like what you do now. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And I adore your energy as well. I feel you from all the way over here, girl. I love it. I love it. I'm glad that we connected. Like attracts like. So that's the first thing. I am looking to attract like members of my tribe. So what about me? Okay. So um, I've been doing this spiritual work with an intention for going on. I'm going to my 10th year now. Um, before that I can go back to when I was five years old and spirit told me, get your sister out of the bunk bed across the room. And spirit kept coming in really strong, making me feel really uncomfortable as a five-year-old. I didn't really understand what was happening. I just knew it was really important to get her, you know, bunk beds when they're detached, you can have one on either side of the bedroom. This is in the seventies. I won't say what year in the seventies, but in the seventies, long story short, by the time I convinced my sister, come over here with me. Soon as she hit the spot I was at, which was at our bedroom door, the ceiling caved in over top of her bed. It would have, I mean, there were bricks. There was a lot of stuff, wood, plywood, all all kind of stuff, sheetrock. She'd have been really hurt. She was about 10, I was five. That's the earliest memory I have of spirit speaking to me. And I will tell you the truth, Heather, the only time I've gotten messages before I began to practice with an intention, almost 10 years ago, the only messages and times that would happen is when there's dire, uh, like you're gonna get hurt, where there's some danger, where there's something bad about to happen to someone physically. And then they like get my attention. It was anxiety. It was, I'm an empath more than anything. Yes. How did you feel spirit? Like how did spirit call to you during that day? Like when you were young with your sister? I got really nervous. They made me scared. They gave me emotions, which is you inherit others' emotions as an empath. They made me, I was shaking. I remember shaking. Like I know something bad is going to happen. I finally, I think the reason she finally listened to me because I'm much older. Like I really don't remember every detail, but I think I kind of went into an anxiety attack and started sobbing hysterically like <laughs> I might have even threatened a fighter you know sisters yes. fight. but you yeah um, overwhelming emotion and overwhelming and I'll like, tell you something the more you ignore it the more loud the more pronounced the more serious it got so this has saved me and others on a plethora of occasions however about 10 years ago I was sitting on Facebook I'm elderly ladies and gentlemen I am elderly and I am not too tech savvy I just joined Facebook About 10 years ago, I was scrolling by and I saw a spiritual group. And I'm like, holy shit, they have that on Facebook? It said, 
you can have one free meeting reading a month. So I joined the group. I was one of the bitches that wanted a free reading, Heather. I was just a free reading member. And here we are. I'm knowing things. I have tarot cards. I am seeing people that crossed over flashing before my eyes. They're telling me to meditate. They're teaching me grounding and shielding. This place is full of love and light. And I just keep posting every day. Can somebody tell me what the hell's going on? So we have all these people coming at me telling me different beliefs. But it's about your own individual shit, right? So I began to meditate. And I began to think. And just revelations begin to come to you. So when I get my incoming from spirit, I'll honestly tell you, this is what it feels like. It feels like, oh, I just remembered something or, oh, a sudden knowing that you didn't know or you never knew. So how could you remember it? But you know how it feels when you remember something? That's what it feels like. Sometimes there's words. Sometimes there's feelings. Sometimes um, you can smell things. I've smelled things. I've felt things. Um, All different kinds of ways. It's really cool. It's amazing. And I use all kinds of tools. But yeah, I I came across the Facebook group and things happen for a reason, right? Oh my gosh, I think that our our stories are so similar. And that's so funny because I always try to explain to people, I'm like, do you ever get like that feeling like, oh my God, I left the coffee pot on or I left this plugged in and it just like kind of like pops into your head sometimes. Like sometimes it feels like that. Um, Or you might even have like this thing in the back of your mind where you're like, you can't stop thinking about it. You're like, did I really leave the stove on? (laughs) It's those kinds of things. Now, before we get into, you know, going down more your spiritual journey, I'm really curious about what you said about practice with intention, because you said something along the lines of before you really got involved in it and things like that, you realized that you were only getting like the bad stuff. And so then you started going ahead and practicing with intention and it kind of changed it. Well, The bad stuff and the good stuff come with all. There's duality and all. So within this answer I'll give you, I will share quickly with you the next experience I had, like the experience after I began to practice with intention. And when I say practice with intention, hey, I want to light work. I'm making people feel good. And these tarot readings I'm doing, they're a fucking spot on. Oh, I want to do it on purpose. It's not a parlor trick. That's what I mean by doing it with an intention. Like it was very entertaining for people to tell me you were right what you said it was entertaining I just thought I was the shit no I didn't know I really was we are did you know we're eternal limitless beings and we're like rock stars we're badasses and we've been muted down they don't want us to know that we have this connection we have this thing we have this whole magic about us but we won't go into that so the first experience I had after that after I began to practice with intention was, hey, I'm going to start teaching people the little bit I know. I'm going to start talking about this. I'm going to start going live. So there was me practicing with intention, meditating, interacting with like-minded individuals. So one day my best friend came over and she said, hey, Joy, give me a tarot reading. I spread the cards. Everything was turned out. We had candles lit in the dining room. I really get into it. So I was going on about angel numbers and how my number is 1111. Girl, when I tell you that phone that was dead, nobody touched it. It flashed on. You have to touch the phone to get it to flash on. It flashed on and it said 1111. I'm like, oh shit, look, 11. You know, I'm going nuts. I'm like, look, it's 1111. That's what I was just talking about. So we go out. She's like, I'm leaving. I'm like, no, we're going to look and see what the meaning is. Okay. So we do that. And then she's like, I'm leaving. She left. Now, mind you, it's 1111. I am still afraid of the dark. Heather, I'm still afraid of the dark and I ain't damn afraid to say it. So I ran my ass so fast back in the back door. Something happened. I don't know. I really, to this day, don't know what to tell you happened. It could have been a third eye blip. Maybe it flipped all the way open. I don't know. But it was a message. The message was, hey, bitch, stop teaching. Stop teaching these people all about love and light. When you got to talk about duality, you got to talk about the good and the bad. 
And I was suddenly surrounded by things I didn't want to see. I was holding onto my kitchen sink. I am telling you, I was shaking. I thought I would fall. The tears were pouring and I'm saying, okay, I get it. Can you please make it stop? And to this day, people look at me like I'm crazy, but it was Archangel Michael. He did envelop me and wrap me up in his wings. And when I tell you I felt them physically, like on my body, he came from the back and wrapped me up. And I also felt it inside. I cannot explain the peace, the love. Oh my gosh, goosies from head to toe right now. The peace and the love. Archangel Michael is my homie. So I kind of yes. forgot what the question was. But I do yes, that a lot. I call, them, I call them my spiritual posse, you know? Yes. Like, what's up, yeah. my homies? And then I remember a couple of times I have some readings and stuff. Like, I remember this one reading. It was so awesome because at the end, she asked me a whole bunch of questions about people who passed. And then just one after another, I gave her like specific details, like bam, bam, bam about each one of them. There were like four of them. I did it like within, I swear to God, one or two minutes. And as you know, I don't, you know, we don't really give credit to ourselves. Like I give credit to them. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so freaking cool that you did this. And so I remember standing up right here in my office and like acting like I'm giving them high fives. I'm like, that was freaking awesome. I can't believe you did that. I'm like, that rocked. And so that's what I do. I'm like, I will literally talk to Archangel Michael and the angels like WTF, like what is going on? Like, I'm scared right now. You didn't help me uphold my boundaries or whatever it is. And I will get them talking to. I talk to them like, like they're my peeps, you know, they're my ride or die. (laughs) I love it because they are, they're here for us. They just want to help us, you know, and that's how I got to, to meet and talk to my spirit guides. Okay. So I'm a crazy bitch and I talk to myself all the time anyway. And my best friend, my mother's best friend died. We become really close. And she, she was the person I went to talk to. I was a caregiver for my mother for 17 years. She had a gastric bypass as a doctor botched and she was bedridden. And so for 17 years, there's another thing. So while I'm taking care of my mom, then I began the spiritual journey, you know, and she passed away three years ago. And once I had put in those, what, six, seven years paying my dues, honing my gifts and skills and making connections with people, I had to move because not only did half of my life leave half the rent, let's be realistic, half of everything. I never left home. We split everything down the middle. So now I had to refigure life. Yes, I had had children, gotten married while living with her. Had to, you know, refigure out life. So now I moved to a, a city. I'm just learning how to adult. I can say it. I just signed my first lease. I just learned how to get utilities turned on all within the last three years because mom had kept me so, I don't know, she had kept me so tight and close that I would need her. That's another story. But after she passed away and while she was alive, I had cried to her day after day. I wish I could do this for a a job. I wish I could just do this all day for people. And it wasn't time. Things happen for a reason, Heather. It was time for me to focus on her because I wouldn't have her three years later. So now for the past three years, I've been doing this as a career. So until three years ago, it was like, I just did, you know, just did it as not a hobby. It was my life. Every day, my inbox was filled with people who needed free readings and I still do them. I always incorporate free readings. It's really important. I just can't stop. I won't stop. I used to be that bitch that couldn't afford a reading and I needed help. Man, if you're up early, then you need to join me for coffee and cards and we can give readings to people. I do that every Sunday. I love it. Because you're saying, I know you didn't say you don't do readings because yes, you do. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, I definitely do readings. Yeah, all the time. I see it all in your eyes, girl. Oh (laughs) yeah. But no, I do the coffee and cards. Those those are my free readings. So I do the live every Sunday. So yeah, everybody listening probably has um, joined in on coffee and cards. Some people think it's kind of early. So you need to come on and do readings. Yeah, I want to get in. I love it. I think that's amazing. And I think there should be more platforms where good readers serve for free. It is really important. It's really important. 
that's the thing is like I love how you started off with Facebook groups and stuff because that's how I started off as well and that's what I tell other people too I'm like hey you know doing this can really really help and you just never know you have to make sure that it's about them and not about you about how you are afraid of being wrong or how you feel like you're not good enough I was making about them because you're setting that intention and you are trying to do what's best for them but with that being said I have a question because this is going to be funny I'm just curious of what you would say for me when I first started um doing readings and things like that I was like man I want to read for strangers I do not want to know anything about anybody I don't want anybody in my life to know anything about this I don't want to read them at all but you were talking about how you read your friends so which side were you on were you more comfortable with friends or were you more comfortable with strangers here's the thing I'm always more comfortable with friends and family in the beginning and the reason I was because the way that I connect I need to be comfortable I, the more comfortable I am with you, that's why I only do live readings. I mean, I do have a tech service available, but I want you to look at me. I'm not scamming you. I want to connect with you. And I'm not just going to give you your reading and disappear. Come on back, baby. Let's talk about it. I'm not just like, oh, your 20 minutes are up. None of my readings that are supposed to be 20 minutes are 20 minutes. I give a fuck. I'm not doing this for play. I'm doing this for real. And there are people that have been with me for years because I really care and we're friends. Like we actually become friends. Like I want to yeah. connect and I want to stay connected, but no, I don't want to know stuff first. I don't want to know stuff first because it makes me biased. I almost, um, I almost put this as a reel the other day on Instagram. Like you come to a psychic, but you leave with a friend because it's the exact same thing that's been happening with me. And it's like, I feel like I'm meeting all these kindred spirits, especially lately. But my take is because like, I'm not sure there's a global shift going on. I feel like more of us are waking up. And I think that more of us are just drawn to, you know, spread more love, you know, spread more light to like be together. And it's like, it's more than just a reading. It's more than just helping you on in your path. It's, it becomes like this bond that you get because you already said it because the like attracts like your vibe attracts your tribe and so now like in the beginning I used to be scared I'm like oh gosh who book an appointment with me and I'm like you know what I can't wait to meet the people who I'm going to read or who book sessions and things like that because I know that they're supposed to be part of my tribe they are going to be badass awesome high vibing people and that's 1000% what I get every time that I leave a reading I'm like she is so freaking awesome. I cannot wait to like catch up with her again, see how things are going. And like, that's your same experience. Absolutely. I have people that come in, you know, in the beginning, you're building up a feedback file because, you know, you're just doing it not for play, but you're honing your skills. And now I'm just like, people will come back. We stay in contact. So there's no feedback file. There is that inbox thread. These people, my phone number's plastered all over Facebook because I want people to reach out to me. Even the people who call because they're bored and have nothing. We end up doing a, a whole a whole healing session. Like, seriously, this is my life. It's hard to have a conversation with me you too. My guy just said her too. It's hard to have a conversation without you bringing it back to spirituality because that's life. Oh, yes. It always yeah. comes back around. She said you too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Now the difference is though, I, I think it's because the empath thing, and then maybe we can take some of your tips and tricks that you have is that like, I can't, like, I literally, like, I have to step away. I have to like have that balance. You know, I have to like, um, almost like put my guard up. So I have to be like very careful. Um, and it also could be, you know, I, I do that coffee and cards. I do these so I can feel people like reaching out to me, like almost like trying to like, you know, grab my energy, not so much like Andrea vampires but just a lot of um, energy coming towards me. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, with my empathness, you know, like, and, you know, my clairsentience and all these things, I have to kind of create like really clear, strong boundaries. But do you have to do that? Or how do you navigate it? 
Absolutely. You know, um, what comes to mind immediately when you're saying create boundaries, you do have people that will feel, um, what's the word, entitled to your time. Like um, there are people who are very demanding. There are people who say you were on point and I absolutely need you. It's an emergency stop. People have to realize that there must be clear and present boundaries. There must be an exchange. Like, for example, I have a family. I have five children, nine cats and eight kittens. I'm serious. I also kitten breed. And I also work for three real psychic companies. So it's not just my own private business. I am busy as heck. I'm very involved with the schools. I'm there every day. I'm there for recess duty. I am all over the place. So I'm busy. And that's what makes me thrive. How do I create boundaries? First of all, I'm really deep into my own, listen, grounding and shielding. You got to do the grounding and shielding because first of all, let's create the, let's create the boundary that your energy is not affecting me negatively. Let me put up that big bright ass I like my shield white. It's still white. Once in a while, I'll add an extra color, but I'm still doing the white shield. I love it. And it's so thick. It's so solid, guys. The more you focus on your shield being impenetrable, no holes, no tears, no cracks, no bruises, the stronger it is. You got to get into it. Find out about grounding and shielding. You can come find me. You can ask Heather. I like that. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if someone is new, which I think that even yourself, like how many times have you brought up like shielding and stuff like that? It's just something every, every single day. So it's like, see, I even tell people to like shield your phone before you talk to somebody, shield your freaking TV. Sage that shit. But don't, don't yeah. forget to open your windows. Yes. Yes. And then it's so <laughs> funny. Like, um, I, I even like, I have like a plexiglass shield imaginary, of course, that I put up when my husband's driving because I can't stand like his road rage like I think it's road rage and I just like okay it cannot come on to me because then I'm going to start freaking out too or I'm going to start getting all flustered from his energy and I'm like no I can't have you destroying my peace so I freaking love that the shielding and the grounding that is something that I don't like to do and don't want to do I hate to ground I hate it and I think that's kind of typical for people who love spiritual stuff and things like that like we're not well well, I guess if you're unbalanced like I am, I like to live in the clouds. <laughs> you know, I like listen, to live I don't like grounding like- the shield. Listen, I will not hold you. I don't like grounding the shielding either. It's a pain in the ass. I had to remember, oh shit, I got five minutes for the podcast, got to ground the shield. You must, must, must make sure you're coming correctly. If I'm serving, you never know who might need to hear this, who is listening. And I'm not trying to put off no janky stank coochie energy. I'm trying to put off the highest of vibes because I love each and every one of you guys listening to this. Why, bitch, why would you love me? Because we're connected and I absolutely love myself. We come from the same source of creation. You are an eternal, limitless beings. Your past mistakes do not define you. Don't be stuck in the past. It's like socially acceptable madness to suffer depression, which is in my back pocket. I sit on that bitch. I live in New Jersey. Marijuana is legal. And that is what I use, not um, the rest of the medicine they had me on. I don't even remember, but I was on two different depression medications and I also had anxiety. I meditate and I use mother nature. That is what it is. It's all about a choice. Now we have, I get this question all the time and I can't answer it because I don't partake in any of those things, but I think that you might get this question a lot too. How does, um, I don't even know the word, like maybe cannabis or other things, like how does that affect your psychic ability? Does it make it stronger? Does it loosen you up? What do you think? It does. I'm actually a really down to earth, loosey goosey bitch just from the get, but (laughs) do suffer depression and anxiety. Um, it makes me relaxed. And the more relaxed I am, the more easy it is for me to connect. Like when we came here, the moment I stepped in the room with you, I was like, okay, this shit is chill. Heather is cool as hell. There's no reason to be (laughs) anxious. Nervous who? She's one of your tribe. So your energy 
gave me a comfort zone. You did that. That's what you're doing. And I, I know that's what you do when you have your guests. You want them to be comfortable. So I received that. So marijuana does that for me as well. Short and blank. It does that for me as well. The more relaxed, the more comfortable I am, the more I'm able to connect and receive, the, the more in-depth the messages will be. Now, here's another question. Marijuana or meditation, which is stronger? Do they complement each other? Or if you had to choose? Yeah. For me, meditation all day. For me, meditation all day. It is the best high you will. And also, I'll tell you that I am a recovered addict. I have been clean for 14 years, Heather. But there was a time where I smoked all the crack cocaine and I shot up all the heroin. Now, people don't believe me when I tell them that. Who would? But you never know. You can't judge a person. I understand those things happen for a reason. And a large base of my clients are currently using or recovered addicts. So it's like I can come from a place that I can relate. The reason you guys made those mistakes and messed up in the past is so that you could learn and you never know who you might be able to help moving forward. So I just want to throw that out there. But meditation any day, meditation any day, that is like, I don't know, it's like a head high. I get to leave this body disconnect from it. Stop thinking what? Oh my gosh. Pay me, pay me in a uh, good fluff. It's just like a good fluff feeling. It's like the oh best God. feeling ever to meditate. How to much do you meditate? And do you, do you guide in meditations or? Yes, I do guided meditations. And then I don't know what other people do, but I kind of just go over and tap the phone during the meditation before it ends. Because if I do a 40 minute meditation, I want that hour. So there's an hour once a day and there's 20 minutes at another point. It might be 20 in the morning and hour at night when the kids go to bed. But I need that time. I really do. Because I'm constantly reading all day. So I have got to, you know, empty out and refill, like swapping that energy out. I'll pull up energy from the core of the earth and swap it out for the janky stuff I might be holding on to. Yes. To me, it's like, like I, I need to get back into practicing meditation more. I meditate kind of like in the other, uh, other ways, but it's like plugging in, you know, it's like plugging in kind of like recharging your battery. Sometimes it's just kind of like letting your body re-energize while you, uh, <laughs> while Absolutely. you enjoy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But It's so amazing that you said this because um, I've been saying this for the, maybe for the last few weeks, I think it's so true because you probably notice this as well. A lot of people that come to you are those that have had, you know, rough lives, rough pasts and things like that. And then I always say too, it's like, because we have giant lights within ourselves, you know, and that's the reason why that we're being guided to go back towards that light, you know, towards spirituality and God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, doesn't put light with light. It puts light in the darkest areas. And because that you can light up that area. So a lot of us come from like, like troubled backgrounds, you know, parents, whatever, crazy families, crazy situations and stuff like that. And I say it's all because God put you there because you're the light, you know, and your job is to, you know, shine bright, you know, and like, I'm really happy that you got towards the light, you know, and came back, you know, to us. But it's like, just think of all those people that you've helped now because of your journey, because you know exactly what they are going through and what they went through. and for me and my rough, you know, thing, it didn't involve that, but involved other things. And then I see people coming to me with that same thing. And it's like, yes, they see people that are like this, that us that are very, um, what is it called? Uh, I don't know, energetic. We seem very happy. We seem very high on life. We seem almost like powerful or whatever, you know, some of these things. And it's like, yeah, this is you too. You know, what you recognize in me is because you have those same qualities. So absolutely what you see in me, I see in you. Yes. And I love how you said too, how we're all connected because I always think too, like that is so true. We're all specks of the divine. We're all specks of the one source. And so it's like when I see someone else doing amazing work, it's like you go girl, like you do it because you are me and I am you in a sense. And so it's like, 
lifting each other up. I just love it. <laughs> so I can already feel like my crown chakra, like, like all of my upper chakras becoming like so much more, um, elevated, if you will. <laughs> yes. Like I'm definitely going to have the ground after this conversation. Yes. We are bouncing so well off of each other's energy. I just love it. I know me too. Oh my gosh. So you talked about grounding, you talked about shielding and we talked about like opening up to your gifts. So now what would you have to say to someone who is wondering about their own gifts? You know, like where do like, do they start? Do they actually have them? What's your take on it? Everybody has gifts because we're all connected. You guys have the same abilities I do. Some of us come out a little bit more um, in tune to certain things. Like I have friends that are just, they just came out the womb, uh, medium, just natural medium, just talking to deaf folk, walking around, pushing it away, saying, I don't want to do this while people like me covet that, the cream of the crop. That is the biggest sense of closure and healing you can give someone. But if you're looking to hone your gifts and abilities, you are looking to put in some work meditating. You're looking for some inner you got to look inwards and nobody wants to hear. I got to meditate. That's what you got to do, baby. There's no, there's no secret. You're meditating. You're putting an intention. My intention during this meditation is I would like to open my third eye. I would like to, you know, be introduced to my God. I would like to be stronger with my gifts and you just let go. I like to do binaural beats. There's a lot of tips and tricks we have for helping with the monkey mind, the chatter, but it all boils down to meditation and intention. Intention is everything. It doesn't matter what happens to joy in her life. When I'm judged afterwards, whether God judges me, source, Buddha, Jesus, Allah, or my damn self, it don't matter to me. You know, it's, uh, it's not going to be about what happened to me. It's going to be about my reaction, my response. How does she handle it? You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. So it's your intention and it's meditation. Oh, my God. That's what and I you- have found. Like you have no idea like how much of a sign this is um, specifically for me. And I bet some people listening to are like, okay, okay, I got it. You know, cause I feel like it's touching a different part of my soul right now because I wrote a book called anxiety to angels. So very, very much almost like kind of what you're talking about, like anxiety and things like that and how it led into my spiritual connection. And I, recently I was editing it and it was really funny because I have a chapter in there. It's like chapter seven, it's called um, the magic of mindfulness. And it literally like in the first couple of sentences, it, it was something along the the lines of I really wanted to call this um, chapter the magic of meditation because you weren't going to get anywhere without it. <laughs> and I was like, oh it's true. It's true. People don't like to hear that. They're lazy. I'm lazy. But once you get into it, I promise you, it's like addictive. Your mind gets addictive to stopping. It's so true because that is what that that's my roots. And anybody who knows my, my story, who's listening and also with anxiety to angels, you know, when I had my seizures, I got guided, you know, to go ahead, like adult onset seizures to go meditate with the monks. So that's what I was doing. And then I was meditating on my lunch break in the car and I just kept on meditating. And that's all of a sudden when things started happening, all of a sudden I was getting guidance and weird things were happening and it was like really, really cool. And then of course, I think that you get like on this bike, if you will, and you just keep on going and you almost think like, okay, you know, do I need it as much anymore? Did I get everything out of it? And it's kind of like the answer is no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't yeah. get everything. Out it's of never it. going to be a time where I need less meditation. I'm going to need that every day. Thank you, ma'am. And the kids know they're like, mom might need her meditation. Did she meditate today? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. I need to do that then. Okay. So that is anyone who's listening, who has, this is another thing I feel guided to say too, is that anyone that's listening that doesn't want to meditate, like you feel like this resistance to it, you know, just like how I do a lot of times where your resistance is, it's showing you what you truly need. 
you know, just like fear shows you. Hey, wait, it's three, three, three. Look at those angel numbers what? dropping, baby. Yes. Yes. If you want to create any damn thing, you got to invest in yourself. Heather is talking some good shit, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. It takes, it takes a good shit talker to no one, right? Uh. <laughs> I freaking love it. And you had brought up something too. It was almost like you said something along the lines of how we don't remember our powerfulness and like how amazing we are. And that reminds me of the stories or you don't, it's not even a story. You could see it anywhere, but it's when you either go to like the circus or the carnival, you go to the zoo and things like that. And you see, you know, these lions and like these elephants, these amazing animals and they're, they forgot their power because they could go ahead and break out of there. They could be like doing whatever they want, but they forgot it and they became tame. And now they're just you look at them and you're like, wow, you could literally just like one fell swoop, <laughs> you know, just take care of all of this. But they forgot the power. So, so many times when I think about us and how we forgot it, it's like we're that animal. A lot of us are that who forgot their power, their abilities, what they're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see you nodding. So you definitely like agree yeah. with that. We are the small percentage that are more wokey woke and people think we're crazy, right? But we're coming to an age and time where it's becoming more acceptable, more common. We're seeing more sightings, not to go off and go left, but you guys know we're seeing it all over YouTube. They are here. They've been here, but they're normalizing it more. I can remember a few years ago, maybe five years ago, there was some show I was watching the Grammys, the Emmys. I can't remember, but there was a short commercial. And the commercial was the Go Army commercial, Be All You Can Be, Army it was. And they didn't say, the guy was saying, oh, my daughter, they defeated the, uh, they, they protected the world, the earth, not the country, but the earth. So I said, wow, did you guys see those posters on the back? You can find this on YouTube. It's like aliens defeated in 1954. This was a real commercial. They just showed it once to kind of like test us. And I said to everyone, they're testing us. It's going to become more and more, you know, before we know it, it's going to be common practice to be working alongside these. They're not all bad. And it's so confusing. My spirit guides have not, maybe I'm not listening, but I just really can't figure it out. All I know is I'm O positive. My blood is O positive. And that seems to mean that, hey, there's something else going on here. Not just human. I think that there's a lot of things that we don't understand. And a lot that we're not meant to, I feel like my brain would melt if I knew too much. But there's just too much to talk about. There's too much to talk about. I'm so happy that you invited me here. I'm so excited. As you can see, I'm just as excited as you are to talk about all things spiritual. Like, you know, I love kicking it. Yes, and we're bringing up such great, because we know that there's a shift going on. There's so many crazy things happening in this moment in time. You know, not only like more people waking up, more people are being drawn. Like if you're being drawn to even listen to this podcast right now, if you are drawn to like watch those YouTube channels, to join those Facebook groups, like it is all for a reason. And if you notice this, like this new age or whatever, this woohoo spiritual side of things, it is like blowing up. And I feel like it's blowing up for a reason because at the exact same time, you have some really crazy stuff stuff happening with the skies happening out there happening with the world world events you know and we can even get in deeper onto that side too with you know some of like the weather stuff that's happening like all this freaking craziness that we have never seen before ever but all that's happening now absolutely do you have any advice to anyone that's noticing this absolutely you need to 
Remember what you can control. Real quick, you're going to think I'm crazy. Everyone's going to think I'm crazy, but you're going to have a moment where you're alone and you can test this theory without anyone looking at you crazy. We all have wrist lines on our wrists because we're talking about things we can't control. Let's remember what we can control, Heather. Just humor me for a second. We have wrist lines on our wrists. We can use them because I'm holding the phone. I can't show you, but we can use them to match up and to measure our fingers. Which hand has the longest fingers out of your two hands, Heather? Would you match up your wrist lines and just... Put your palms together, match up the wrist lines and put oh. your palms together and see which fingers are longer. Looks like your left, left or my right or what fingers? I think it's my middle finger. No, like which hand has the longer fingers? Oh, it looks right. like, okay, so my right fingers are shorter. So if, if you were to go somewhere all alone and just humor me and yell at the hand is shorter yell at it, yell at your fingers, grow longer, like eight, nine, 10 times, then reline those wrist lines and measure your fingers again and see if they didn't fucking grow just a smidgen enough to tower over the fingers that were longer. Do okay. it, people who listen at home, do it. Tell me I'm crazy. Tell me it didn't work because everybody comes back and says, oh my God, Dude, we've made it, them like, grow longer. Like now I can't get my right one to be, to be, um, longer like now my left one's longer it's so funny so hopefully everybody understands um if our you don't listen it, to reach us out. yeah our bodies are listening yeah our universe the universe is listening god is listening our body is listening there's things we have control over it starts with you it starts with you understanding that you're not powerless it starts with you remembering waking the hell up decalcifying your pineal gland just meditate there's so much for you to delve into we're all here that. for a reason too. And nobody's cookie cutter saying, you're so different than me and I'm so drawn to you. And I think that I can say the same, vice versa. If we were all the same, it would be so boring. There'd be nothing to take from anyone else. Am it's I having boring. an interview with myself? Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I say, especially because now, because we're becoming more divided than ever. I'm always like telling people, I'm like, don't, don't like lose all these friendships. Of course, if the person isn't a great person or whatever, that's fine. It's totally different. If they're toxic, that's a different story as well. But it's like, we're all meant to be different. We come down here having unique experiences, not to have the same and be around everybody that's the same. So it's like, have a little bit more patience and have a little bit more fun with some people that are around you. So I love this. I could talk to you all day long. So I know, right? I definitely have to be on again. And definitely we're gonna have to go and I'm I'm gonna invite you to coffee and cards. So everybody stay tuned awesome. for that. That is probably oh, gonna be I'm excited about it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just really excited because, about it. Yeah, because we have a community and like seeing everybody talk back with us, it's just so much fun. So and then you'll just like love the vibe. Awesome. So what um where can everybody reach you? Like if they want to keep in touch with you, if they want to reach out. What are well, you doing? I will not name any of the companies I work for because let's just face it. If you guys are looking to reach out, if you're looking to book a reading with me or any kind of service, you're going to pay like a fraction of the price to come price to come to me. You can find me on Facebook and I have a page there and it's called spiritual fuckery. There is no you in the word fuckery because I am such a fucking lady. It's spiritual fuckery. My <laughs> name is Joy Bird, J-O-I-B-Y-R-D. And I fucking love you unconditionally too. All of this. And so everybody is like, okay, I listen to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. So of course I'm going to love Joy from Spiritual Fuckery. <laughs> like, like it just fits so perfectly perfect. Yeah. Okay, so they'll just like reach out to you, join your Facebook page, and that's where you usually are at is on Facebook. Every day, all day. Most days, uh, uh well, not most days. 
about twice a week, I go live with free readings. All you got to do is come on in the live and share the live. And I'm pulling them cards. I'm making it rain, baby. So Ooh. I might be live tonight. <laughs> That's all. What's your favorite card deck? My favorite is Rider Waite Tarot. And I know that it's good for beginners, but I'm still using it. It's the black shiny holographic deck that I really love. But it's got to be Rider Waite. I mean, we know we have tons, but Rider Waite is the shit for me. I, I just get the most from Rider Waite. Oh, man. What about you? you guys. You guys, maybe I should have, maybe I should have talked to Joy offline. We're, we're an Oracle card community. <laughs> oh, I have tons of Oracle card, Oracle deck. So my favorite Oracle deck is Ask Your Guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm showing her my, um, my card. Like, but then I'm thinking like, wait a minute, only Oracle cards. Why not? I was going to be my next question. Why not tarot? Okay, so you know what? Maybe we'll have to make your version of coffee and cards be tea and tarot. All right, so have some fun with it. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm not, um, I'm not judgmental against any cards. It's just really funny because I'm kind of known as the oracle card girl, and so it's awesome. We'll have a tarot card person here, and yeah, I love tarot. Uh, um, Rider Waite is the freaking classic. You know, right, you right. Everybody yeah. laughs at me. I'm an old fashioned girl. It's freaking perfect. Yeah, so <laughs> that is probably the deck that you recommend then because it's good for beginners advanced and great for Always. everybody so yeah, I like the the um the pictures on that deck too are just straight into the point like you like there's you know a lot of them yes. mm -hmm. it's like it's like absolutely perfect so I just thought that would be really really funny um that um that you're a tarot girl see it's a duality that you were talking about mm -hmm. you know we're the yin and yang well a little yep. bit we're, we're both really yang but um I think I'm more of a yin compared to you <laughs> I love it though I love it because where I lack you compliment and vice versa. That's the thing about people who are most unlike you. You're going to learn the most from them. If they lived across the world, grew up, have a different background, you're going to take the most from them. It's like having experience or, or access to experience from two different upbringings, cultures. They could be from across the world. And those are the people I love the most. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh my gosh, well, thank you so much for joining and spreading your light and your very contagious personality with us. I can't wait to um, share like the virtual stage with you and do readings with you. Absolutely. I'm down for the get down. Thank you so much for having me. It has been a blast. I'm sending you guys, especially you, Heather, so much fucking love. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up. 